To save time, Charlie took to eating meals with a group of four Afghan MIT students in the apartment below him. They were good cooks, even if it didn't taste like Junie's food, and he was glad to help them out with a little money which seemed to be in short supply down there. They were all from families which had been decimated by the socialist armies of the Soviet Union. Not having to worry about food gave Charlie more evening time for the interesting work on his music. One night, at home, when he was on a high F buzz, he'd been mixing drinks, half Pepsi and half Coke, he found he knew enough to be able to create his own language for simulating instruments. After that, it was a simple matter for him to write a routine for oboe or violin or harmonica. He put ten violins on file, four of them matching in sound the finest violins ever crafted, the other six of a haunting timbre that could never come from a real violin, wood lacking the proper resonant qualities. He had been programming ever since he had learned to read by typing to a screen. The courses that MIT gave in programming weren't even worth taking, except maybe their graduate courses. But he had had a lot of trouble with the DM hardware. He just didn't know enough yet. His chief cook, Yaya Karaga, who was a graduate student in electronics, took pity and would sit for hours with him explaining the magic of silicon and wire over Afghan tea. Charlie, in return, did Yaya's programming.